From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors this morning uh, in the studio, enjoying this beautiful air-conditioned weather inside today. It's awesome. Good uh, morning. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George showed up hey. and uh, Knox over there looking like he's a visiting college student headed to spring break at uh, Clearwater Beach with his, <laughs> with his tank top and his... Shorty shorts, and he's like going to go look for chicks out on Clearwater Beach later on. Dude. So anyway, Glenn's out uh, doing some turkey hunting or something today. I don't know. My 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 uh, my texting stopped after thinking about taking Courtney in the woods. There was no confirmation or anything. So yeah, exactly. So I guess he decided to go on and go. So he's well, going to be out there today trying to get uh, his bird uh, fulfilled for uh, Courtney. See if they can get her done today. Yeah, hopefully he gets out there and gets on some birds and, you know, it's not, it's not always a one and done turkey hunt. You know, sometimes it takes a few days to, to get them figured out and what they're doing or where they're hanging out. And so hopefully, hopefully he gets in there and gets her done. So you're saying he should have been out there on Thursday? Well, so he could have, or at least been out there, uh, A few different days in the season. Here we are getting towards the end, and um, everything changes. It does. It does. Uh, Some of the birds earlier in the season were a little bit more vocal, and now some of them, you know, I I don't know if it's uh, a little bit more pressure. Obviously, there's a few less. I'm doing a lot of public public land hunt, so obviously there's a number of birds that aren't there anymore due to other people's success, and... And so, um, well, we saw the massacre that you, uh, went out there, you and your buddies went out and, uh, <laughs> instilled into the management area. So well, they, I know, we, I know there's a few they, less in a certain they area. Took, uh, they took what Chuck said to heart that there was such a great hatch over the last couple of years yeah. and, and numbers were out of balance. So, yeah. well, I, th- you know. I think Is that what it was yeah. <laughs> through camp right now. I think we're up to 21. Wow, so. that's not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, pretty good deal. So we, we hope that Glenn is successful this afternoon. Uh, today's going to be the day that he needs to get it done because tomorrow's not going to be all that great to be out in the woods and a little wet, a little wet, a little windy, a little nasty. I guess maybe in the morning you could probably get her done, but, but you know, you know, some sometimes I like those kind of days. Um, not not sideways. Last time I brought this up, you were like, oh, I don't see the money too much. There's there's different places that that'll push them into a little bit more open areas, some some jeep trails and some other roads and. They're going to move there. They, you know, they got a little bit more space. They can see stuff around no, them. Not everything's it. moving and swaying. And um, I, I, I forget who I had the conversation with at the shop about that. And they asked me, they're like, so if it's a rainy day and windy and all that, I said, find the biggest open place you can. And the guy's like, huh? I was like, I'm telling you right now, they're going to go to a open field or like you said, a big <clears throat> excuse me, a big fire trail or something along those lines because A, they can shake off, but B, they have, then they depend on their eyesight so they can see all the stuff that's trying to catch them. That's the way to do it. You know, 
before it gets to them. It's better to be in the middle of a field surrounded by lions and be in the yeah, bushes exactly. and surrounded by lions. So it's a lot easier to see them before they can see you, hopefully. But yeah. uh, good luck to everybody going out this morning and uh, maybe a little bit later on uh, tomorrow morning, try to get her done. How much time but do we have left? Not much time. The 22nd. No. 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. And uh, Carlos is out there this morning. He went out on Thursday without me, and that cool snap had the birds going crazy around him. I mean, he was telling me he'd move over here. He'd move over there, and he was in this one little area, and it seemed like he kept moving to what he thought it was a better setup, and then they gobble on the other side of the road. (laughs) It's always the way it is. They're constantly moving. They're they're not gray squirrels. They don't hang by the same tree. Well, I think he said he had like four different birds around him gobbling, and it just – the the birds went crazy that morning. So the next day, yesterday, I took them out and we went back in there and we heard one goblin, pretty decent. And I took him on a trip through a swamp. <laughs> That's it. That well, was the day. Extended yeah, the we, day? we got the the bird was responding to it, my call. I we is turned this around. What happened to the iPad? No. Okay. No, the iPad today is being used for navigational purposes by a friend of mine who I sent three miles back into the middle of nowhere. So, you got Wi Fi out there at camp? No, no, <laughs> no. No, the iPad with the Google Maps. Um, there's a particular turkey that was roosted in a particular spot and um, likes to frequent a little area. And he had never been to this part in this management area. So, we, we're sending them to where there's a turkey. It'll talk. You didn't so. send Carlos there? No, no. You sent Car- some Carlos stranger is, that we is, don't know over there? You, you helped a, a no. somebody else out without helping My, Carlos? Yes, I did. That's very... <laughs> but uh, I took Carlos on a trip through the swamp in his rubber boots, and, you know, I here I am going sloshing through there. I don't worry about getting wet. Carlos is tippy-toeing through, and then at one point I look back at him, and I don't and know if you've ever seen the you. rubber dance, rubber boot dance on wet logs, but he, he was moving and shaking in every which direction. I thought he was going down. <laughs> I tell you, I don't. I learned a long time ago, man. If you're not wearing waders and you're planning on doing it, don't wear them at all. Because if you're just going to do it, just do it. Get some nice because it's boots never. They're drain. always going to be right over top of the boot. Anyways. Exactly. And then once they're in there, you're you're. It's even worse for the entire day. Yeah. And the other thing too, especially on a swamp uh, trek, uh, I learned a very very long time ago that no matter how careful you are, that cypress knee is going to get you down to your waist in no time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what he was running into here i am i don't even look at the ground anymore i'm just a go and i'm looking at where i want to be and focusing off in the distance and he says i thought you said there's an okamic over here i said it's just a little bit more it's just a little bit more it's, it's, always, it's 50 hours further it's always a little bit more i you know the only time i ever actually do the stingray shuffle is when i'm going through swamp water because that i'm feeling for cypress knees that's not what i'm feeling for because i've i've I found myself on more than Trip one occasion twice. underwater where you're literally, it's just an arm and a rifle hanging out of the water. <laughs> the rest of you is completely under. You're like, oh, I'm come up. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That was refreshing. I'm awake now. <laughs> that was refreshing. We, we call uh, that float on. in the hat. <laughs> yeah. I've done that a couple of times. I The, the last one of, of great memory was with uh, playing out frog gigging. So 
Um, that one I completely went over, and it was just a flashlight and an arm hanging out of, <laughs> out of the water. Oh, and a can of Copenhagen. Keep, keep that, keep that dry. Well, good luck to everybody out there today. I hope Carlos has some great success, and Glenn, of course, uh, we hope he gets out there and gets Courtney Herbert something nice and neat. And uh, I'm I'm probably not going to get a chance to go this year. So watch for snakes. As I uh, told they Bill are George, moving. I yes. told Bill George, um, I'm just going to wait till they go on sale. Just before the holidays, and then uh, I'll stock up on birds. So. Well, well, if you need some wild turkey meat, let me know. I, I'm sure I could help you out. Pound though. it out. Make some of that jerky out of it. Just go easy on the salt there, big boy. We, we, we've we uh, done pretty well, and we have a, a number of people who have come through camp, you know, hunting out of state. They're leaving here to go to other states, and and so they, they've left a bit of wild turkey with me. Yeah. You know? So. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm social media, man. Everybody seems to be doing extremely well on birds this year. I know our uh, good man, um, William Sullivan, his son Hunter's up in Georgia, and he was whacking them out this past week. So uh, it seems like everybody's getting out, moving around, getting good birds, good quality birds. I mean, it's, it's you know, not the settling for the scraggly little uh, bow tie boys. I mean, they're they're getting some really nice, well, nice, nice ones. Well, if you're hunting on public land, obviously any birds are a trophy on public land yeah. but you know obviously some of us we strive for long beards it's it's not about um whether or not it's it's right or wrong it's it's they're both they're all legal it's just you know there's more meat on the bone there's more meat on the bone and <laughs> and some of it like for me it's a challenge you know i hunt public land do i have access to some private land yes i could go i could go hunt private land but i prefer the challenge of going out there and getting a bird where other people haven't gotten a bird or can't get a bird and you know just so you can go na 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 no and and the other thing is camp life camp life this year has been awesome awesome you should that's have come out. A, that's that Yankee in you, man. With his five star restaurant. What do you mean? Oh no, it's been good. That's We've, that Yankee. That's that the Yankee. The other night Yankee, we made a fresh batch of brownies after dinner. I was about to say. I mean, for <laughs> God's sake, you got fryers, ovens, everything else. Yeah, we we have fryers, ovens. We, if you want to cook something, we can cook it. Yeah. So yeah, did you pick those mushrooms out in a cow patty? No. Okay, no cows. Good. I was just wondering if maybe that that helped <laughs> Easy. Ins- helped you enjoy the uh, time spent out there. <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are in the studio today. If you want to give us a call about anything, you're more than welcome to. It's 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford will be back. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck they choose brandon ford because brandon ford stocks more sells more and sells for less so when you're ready for a truck come see us at highway 60 and 301 in tampa the largest volume ford f-series dealer in the entire southeastern united states 24 7 at brandonford.com if you want to pay less for a ford truck that's our business 
God has blessed Trinity Sportsman's Ministry with another wonderful year. And on behalf of the Trinity Sportsman's Ministries, we'd like to invite you to the Patterson Company's annual fundraising event at Fishhawk Sporting Clays, April 21st from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Bring family and friends to enjoy a great day of fun, fellowship, and friendly competition. Food and drinks will be provided by Grandpa Johnson's Barbecue. All proceeds for the event will go directly to Trinity Sportsman's Ministry, a nonprofit organization that strives to make a positive impact for our local youth. Trinity Sportsman's Ministry provides our local youth with the opportunity to share Christ while learning of God's great creations through hunting, fishing, and other outdoor activities. To learn more about the Sporting Clay event sponsorships and team registry, please visit trinitysportsmansministry.com. trinitysportsmansministry.com. So, I'm sure you heard the news. Social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales. So if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun, or even looking to trade, do it the right way and head over to Deer Hunter Guns. Dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm, plus give you the best trade-in value if you're looking to upgrade. Deer Hunter Guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for. Or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger. Go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf Bay Boulevard, across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com In the 1960s, the G5 mark was used to brand the cattle and other livestock on the Glisson family ranch in the heartland of Florida. Now that family tradition has been passed on to mark quality at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. G5 Feed and Outdoors is more than a family-owned business with a passion for all things that happen in the big and wild outdoors. Behind every product, you'll find more than 20 years of great customer service and three generations of experience standing behind it. G5 Feed and Outdoors believes there's no substitute for quality outdoor gear and products that have been tested to perform and give you the confidence that will last. So G5 carries items they use themselves from trusted brands like Textron Arctic Cats, Yeti, Case Knives, Big Green Eggs, Costa, Shimano, and so much more. You really need to stop by and see all the great outdoor gear and products and the new stuff that arrives every day. It's all waiting for you at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. Located just west of Plant City at 4960 U.S. Highway 90 and online at g5feedandoutdoors.com. And be sure to follow them on Facebook for even more great deals. Take a nap. Yeah, I said I'd have some. I promised my mom, but I'm still sitting here waiting on Tom. As we all are. Glenn, okay. Glenn Carlos. Knox got to realize Bill. when he plays that and the bird gobbles, Bill automatically takes position in the corner over here. Yeah, his hair's uh, his hackles hey, raise up. I, and, uh, I can't not, blame him because I, my head gets on a swivel, too. I have not taken very many days off this season. I, yeah, I know that. 
show off. <laughs> We're back. Big and wild outdoors. Good morning, everybody. Braden, John, Bill, and Knock in the studios today. Glenn's out uh, trying to get his bird, trying to get he's his waiting Tom. On Tom. He's waiting on Tom. So is Carlos. Either that. I hope he's dried out by now and got his boots all <laughs> dried out. So he's back out in the woods today. And uh, uh, good luck to everybody who's out there trying to get her done before the season ends up on everybody. But uh, it doesn't matter because in the state of Florida, as we all tell you uh, many, many, many times, we are the true sportsman's paradise. Hunting never stops in the state of Florida. Never, ever, ever. So um, this is this, true. This uh, as soon as turkey season's over, everybody will start getting geared up with GMB uh, Gator gear and uh, get out there and start getting ready for Gator season. And then the uh, lionfish roundups are all going to be kicking off. There's, and uh, there's summer hog hunts. Summer hogs hunt. never stop. The all the all the fishing tournaments that are going on. There's one this afternoon uh, today going on uh, over there in uh, Madeira. So it's it's that time of year. It's everybody's going to be out doing something and getting out, getting wet or staying dry or doing what it is they got to do. But I I did want to bring up the because um, I know you've been out of it and you've been out at uh, turkey camp for a month. Yeah. So um, I, I even got my wife a card saying. I'm sorry, I miss you. It'll be over soon. <laughs> Send me a postcard. <laughs> She's waiting on divorce papers, I think. So, yeah. uh, the thing is, is uh, under all this, of course, the FWC never ceases to amaze us. They're they're always out there, vigilant, doing their jobs, and uh, they're also uh, doing their community meetings. And someone suggested to me that I go and I join the Twitter group, uh, Goliath Groupers. Have you seen that on on uh, Instagram? I'm sorry, on Instagram. And no, uh, no, that kind of makes it the Twitter group on Instagram. No, I, on Instagram. Okay, it was so it's an Insta. Instagram group. Uh, hi, welcome everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We, we're back. It's Brayden, Glenn, and uh, Glenn's not here today. And, uh, Jonathan's here. And Bill's here. Um, I uh, a lot of things going on today. <laughs> Lionfish tournaments of course what, hunting what? season never stops here i'm just starting over apparently so uh on instagram i was i was encouraged to join this group and i thought it was going to be about civil discussions about the no. goliath grouper and it's turned out to no. be it's turned out to be this whole uh uh bash spear fishermen bass fi- you know bash on fishermen bash on everybody uh, that has to do with uh, Goliath Grouper. Now, I'm not going to say the vast majority of people on this group do that. Uh, there are a, a, a few. I don't know how many in total, but um, it seems that... So in other that, words, somebody put a work on you, basically. Well, you know what? I'm not going to leave the group because, you know, it's 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 nice to know what the enemy are doing. So, uh, you know, if they're going to put it out there, it's it's nice to read. So, well, uh, <laughs> But what gets me is the the guys that they put it on because... There's a cabillion pictures of people catching jacks, catching amberjacks, bloody uh, you know tuna, things like that. They don't have a problem with all that. They just have no, a problem no, no, no. apparently with the Goliath Grouper. They don't have a problem. That's it's just, just not, not targeted a topic yet. of the conversation well, at the moment. Yeah, you know, and I got into it with a guy who uh, was down in Australia who uh, literally said that in his mind it's too bad the Goliath Grouper didn't eat the diver. And I said, so you'd be okay with a guy down there drowning? Because uh, he was a free diver. It was the one video where the grouper, the Goliath comes up and takes the grouper out of his hands, and his hand gets caught in the grouper's mouth. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to you know, pull his hand out of the Goliath groupers. And he's like, yeah, I'd be okay with that one less diver in the water. And I was like, really, dude? That That's how you that's, feel? 
I mean, you'd like to see the death of possibly a father, you know, with children and a wife or a fireman who's, you know, on the enjoying weekend. what he likes to do. Yeah. And you're okay with that, you know, and uh, I love it that they they put on this long dissertation about how the FWC is trying to encourage. Did I miss something? Because they're saying the number 300. Did they up the number to the amount of permits that they are thinking about releasing? Because when we were at the meeting, it was only 100 for the entire state. There is not a number that I have seen used. And there you go. And what, let me, let's, let's go back at the April 26th day. The, the commission meeting is going to meet down in uh, Fort Lauderdale, April 25th and 26th. And on the 26th, one of the agenda items is staff is going to bring back to the commissioners a staff report. There is no rule on the table. There's no nothing on the table to be voted on. Just a staff report on the status of the Goliath Grouper and the results of the public meetings that they've had. So this number that they came up with, this 300 number, is just an arbitrary number they threw out there to Great try movie. to, uh, oh, to try to try to uh, uh, stir up the uh, masses of the anti-hunt-the-grouper-type uh, uh, people. Is that what but it is? Even, even if it was 300, that is a drop in the bucket across the state of Florida. Well, apparently not according to them. According to them, they're, you know, they're very highly endangered. There's, you know, there's not that many, and uh, the the multiple millions of dollars that they bring in, because apparently people who come down to Florida to go scuba diving are only coming here to go see Goliath Grouper. Are they smoking crack? Uh, you know, so they're, they're only here to uh, to see the uh, the uh, the Goliaths. They're not here to uh, actually enjoy anything else <laughs> that's apparently out in the water. And uh, what gets me is they have this long dissertation about how. They're not good to eat because of the, the, you know, the high levels of mercury are four times higher than any other fish out on there and everything. So they throw all these made up statistics out there and you would not believe how many people respond to that and say, I'm good for you. Yeah, I'm going to sign the petition. I'm going to be out there. So this is the kind of tactics that we're up against, not only when it comes to Goliath Grouper. But just about anything else that you want to talk about, like with the bears or anything else or whatever they, they latch their claws onto. Yeah. And it, uh, very, it's very misleading. And now, <clears throat> if you go, it's like hashtag Goliath Grouper. It's on uh, Instagram, and you can follow them. And like I said, the vast majority of them are guys who are catching fish, killing fish, doing all this stuff. And uh, then subconsciously, they're sneaking in the, the other stuff, you know, that, uh, no, we can't do this to the Goliath Grouper but whatsoever. It, here's my issue. And I know me and Bill have had this conversation before i had this conversation with uh billy from prime this week and this is a perfect example of it and you made a very good point this is what you're up against and when i say that everybody that started that group or is a part of that group they're all focused on them and you made the perfect point of what Braden said about well they got bloody tuna and they got it's not it's a piece at a time, folks. I mean, that's all they're doing is they pick one thing and they keep the pressure on it until they get what they want. And once they get what they want on that animal or fish or whatever, okay, check, go to the next one, check, go to the next one, check. Well, and- what gets me is <clears throat> like the guy, it's the hypocrisy of the whole thing. Yeah. 
you know, it's like this guy, this this Matt Roberts or whatever he is down in Australia. Uh, you go to his Instagram page. Oh, and, he's yeah, he's whacking everything. And 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 he sits there and tells it. You know, he gets in this match with me about how you know oh, I'm catching release only. You know, I'm all about conservation, all this stuff. And I'm going. Well, how many of them fit? Okay. You, how many you, did you, uh, you, gut gr- you do? You've done grouping a lot of that time. How many really truthfully? If you get right down to the brass tacks and you call, you could call Dylan Hubbard and some of those guys. Mike Anderson, a lot of those guys told me this. How many of the times that you catch grouper and everything else, even when you let the air out of them, how many of those grouper are going to make it back down? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, seriously. Well, it depends on how many bull sharks are hanging around. There. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, but but what gets me is <clears throat> on an <clears throat> on another one I saw where uh, a lady was thanking him for all the fresh tuna and sashimi that uh, you know he had <laughs> brought on board and everything else. And I said, "Are you sure about the uh, you know catch and release part of it?" He goes, "Well, I, I don't release everything." And I went, "Well, okay, you left that part out. You know, so why are you on my cornflakes?" You know, saying that uh, I can't broad brush you paint with there, buddy. I can't go out and kill a Goliath grouper, but you can go out and kill as many tuna as you want, and uh, you know, donate them or give them to your friends or do whatever. But you're all about conservation, and you're all about all the other stuff. And uh, you know, conservation allows for take and use. That's that's it. You get knuckles for that one. Okay. If you conserve water, does not mean you don't brush your teeth or don't flush the toilet or wash your clothes. You can do all that when you conserve water. It's just you're not wasting. There's water. plenty of water. Yeah, and when if, there's plenty if, of water. If, if there's, <laughs> yeah, not good clean water. Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty of water. Well, there's going to be a commission meeting, and they're inviting people to uh, go online and uh, put your comments in and all that kind of stuff at myfwc.com forward slash Goliath Grouper, I think it is. And even if you don't care to harvest one, comment for those who do that's right i mean you know you got to have everybody's back you know it's one of those things where if you don't say anything at all then you got no room to complain all right we're going to take a break we are the big and wild outdoors brought to you by g5 feeding outdoors and brandon ford we'll be back the big and wild outdoors invites you to discover fish hawk sporting clays it's 77 acres of first-class comfort and hospitality for your personal sports shooting as well as corporate and public events. The Fishhawk staff is always ready to set you and your family up for a memorable day of dusting clays. Conveniently located in Lithia, about 20 miles from downtown Tampa and less than 8 miles from Brandon. And is open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Fishhawk Sporting Clays offers four-person shooting carts, 12 and 20-gauge shotgun rentals. And the club also features a large covered pavilion with plenty of seating for your next big get-together. Fishhawk will happily host birthday parties, bachelor and bachelorette parties, team building groups, family reunions, or any group of people who'd like to get together and have fun. For more information, go to fishhawkshootingclays.com. That's fishhawkshootingclays.com. And be sure to check out the events page for clinics and classes available throughout the year. As hunters, we all know that planting a food plot in Florida is hard work. It takes tons of water, fertilizer, and time just to keep it alive. Well, now there's a product that can make growing big deer on your hunting property as easy as unloading your cooler. It's Horn Max 20 Super Pro Mineral and Super Max 20 Super Molasses Block. This stuff is amazing for growing huge deer. And, of course, your Florida deer will get all the trace minerals, protein, and amino acids needed for optimal nutrition in bucks, lactation in does, and fawn growth. Check out the full line of Horn Max 20 today at Florida Mineral online.net or click the link at bigandwild.com. 
The Big and Wild Outdoor Safety Tips are brought to you by Sims Cranes, Florida's leader in safe, comprehensive vertical access solutions. When it comes to wild game, it's up to the individual hunter to make sure the meat is handled and processed safely. Wear gloves while field dressing and butchering. Be careful not to puncture the intestine to avoid possible spread of E. coli or salmonella to the meat. The chest and abdominal cavity should be wiped with a clean cloth or paper towels. It's best to use as little water as possible because damp meat spoils faster than dry meat. Cool wild game to less than 40 degrees Fahrenheit as quickly as possible to slow the growth of bacteria. On warm days, immediately pack the chest and abdominal cavities with ice packs or plastic bags filled with snow. After skinning, wrap in cheesecloth or put in game bags to keep clean. In warm weather, black pepper can be sprinkled on the meat before covering to discourage flies. Wild game should be aged to 34 to 37 degrees Fahrenheit for no more than 14 days. White-tailed deer will age sufficiently in two to three days. During butchering and preparation, perform proper hand wash and clean all contact surfaces with warm, soapy water followed with bleach water. Be a responsible hunter and be prepared and knowledgeable of proper guidelines to help ensure the quality, safety, and satisfaction in eating wild game. The Big and Wild Outdoor Safety Tips are brought to you by Sims Cranes, Florida's leader in safe, comprehensive vertical access solutions. Hey, this is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, Obsession, and PSE. We also have all the accessories to outfit your equipment, plus a level 3 instructor for our youth and adult programs, and regular league nights for everyone. Check us out at 10818 East US Highway 92, Tampa, Florida, airheadarcheryshop.com, and our phone number is 813-621-4279. Stop by and see us. Man, I really wish I had somebody to design my business cards, or even a sign for my truck. Boy, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed in 3D lettering and signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help your business grow. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign Parrot, boy. When aviation is in your blood, you learn how to fly. When your family serves, you learn the meaning of hard work. And when you're born with a name that stands for power, performance, and precision engineering, you damn well better make the family proud. We are Textron Off-Road. Backed by the name that builds some of the most advanced machines in the world. We create off-road vehicles that help America's hardest workers get the job done. Side-by-sides and ATVs that are built with a work ethic, a wild streak, and a relentless pursuit of adventure. With suspension and handling that make the toughest trails a walk in the park. And with the precision, reliability, and American manufacturing. Welcome to the family. Welcome to Textron Off-Road. We're back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George from GMB Gator Gear. Hey. And Nock, who's apparently here from the uh, the mail review that's going to be happening later today. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I was over there I'm talking with them. What are you looking up right now? Looking what are I'm looking. I'm seeing what your schedule is. Where Wait you got, a minute. I'm he looking, got kind of touchy there. I'm looking to see where you guys are going to be dancing later on this. Why afternoon. are you blushing? Okay, you're matching your headphones right now. I want to know what he's looking up on that laptop now. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm looking up uh, the uh, Goliath Grouper. Uh, see, no, we found a real reason why but, they call you Knock. He he, he was uh, Knock was also looking at some of those Goliath Grouper and how big they were. I didn't um, know they were that big. Dude. They're a Volkswagen. I've been face-to-face <laughs> with about a 250-pounder, 300-pounder. Yeah, they're that big. Yeah. They are literally, my father used to say, you know, the, the ones that are down deep that no one ever gets to see except deep divers. They are. They're about as big as a Volkswagen Beetle. Are they dangerous? Well, uh, they, they, yes. Well, they only have a mouth about this. They're big very, around. let me put it to you, you. You see how big I am and I could imagine me in a wetsuit. I mean, it's kind oh, of like I, killer. I, I that killer it's a killer well-ish, you know, kind of because I had a blue. I was thinking a black and seal. I, you, stop. I'm taking the knuckles back. But Sorry. let's just say that we were uh, in a about 30, probably 30 foot of water. And I used to free dive and spearfish. And one swam out of the wreck that we were on and looked at me and I looked at him and his basic was like, you want some old man? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. But uh, that's all good. But going back to the 300 or 100, that that's a very small number compared to what's out there. Um, one of the things that the people who are opposed to it are is we don't have exact numbers of how many are out there. And so all of a sudden it's like we don't know how many there are. You could be well, hurt. Of course we do. It's from twenty what, twenty five years ago? Is that wait, what it was? Wait, I think wait, 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 wait. Is are, are we pointing at a word that we like to use that starts with a D? D? Starts with a D. Mm-hmm. It's called data. Data. Oh, yeah. 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 Well it, they don't but, want that. But one of the things that was going to be a part of any harvest that they were talking about is even though they don't say they need the data, but it would still be part of bringing in that, that array of fish. You hail in, you say, Hey, I'm coming in with the fish. You either take it to a particular place or somebody will come out and meet you and they'll get some biological data for, for that fish. We will never have a general Goliath grouper season at all. If we don't ever start filling in some of the data holes out there well this is the uh this is the uh what we're up against this is one of the i love one of the posts that i love here because uh it says interested in killing critically endangered goliath groupers in order to protect them question mark that's what the fwc is proposing to do the goliaths toxic uh are toxic containing seven times the allowable mercury so you shouldn't eat them, and it's against the law to sell them. Well, yeah, as of now, of course that is. So, and it uh, will be. Yeah. You, you will not have any commercial harvest of the Goliath. I, I love this. It says, you could sure get some nice dead animal trophy pictures, though, just like Cecil the Lion Killer. If these brothers, if if this bothers you, please help me get the word out. This type of behavior will not be tolerated. Okay, cannot come in here and hit me in the head with that wooden thing. Real uh, quick, talking cause. about the meetings <laughs> happening on the twenty fifth and twenty sixth, to voice your support to stop the FWC from selling three hundred tickets or so. Three so three hundred people can kill their own friendly Goliath groupers! Exclamation point. Friendly. FWC says the money collected will go to help those with conservation efforts of this critically endangered Goliath grouper. If this sounds 
capital letters, beyond stupid to you. Please speak for these incredibly friendly creatures that generate millions of dollars each year in Florida with ecotourism. How? How do they have that? There you go, knock. How do they generate this money? People that just want to see them, capital letters, alive. Please help us save the Goliath grouper. Exactly. And the thing is, is as I pointed out, I don't think that the millions of people who come down to dive but, off the coast of Florida are here specifically. Can I just say one thing? He makes me have hope for America. Well, but, you know, he's but a smart this, guy. This is the thing is when they reach out there and they say, hey, can you please give us a, a hand in stopping this? They have a much higher success rate of getting people who are committed to their cause to to reach out and they're not even local they're not they're, no. they're reaching out everywhere they can reach and they get a lot of people to do it the, on the other hand is a fisherman sits there and says well i just like to fish for trout and redfish and snook and i really don't care about the grouper you yeah. know yeah. and so eh, i don't care about it and and it's not like oh no a portion of the the harvest is under attack they're turning around and eh. Well, they they won't take the extra time to go out there and say, yeah, I, I support if if there's a biological allowable catch. OK, if we are allowed to have some, I support somebody being able to have access to it. Well, well someone's got to die for them to know how, what they do. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I, I wanted to tell you how they parrot this stuff. This is from another person who's on the same uh, Instagram thing here that says, uh FWC holding their meetings, topics including one to include 300 permits to kill the critically endangered Goliath grouper. The issues are many for this gentle giant. Has no food value as the levels of mercury in the flesh are too high for even pets to consume. So, you know, they're they're tugging at everything. And uh, there is no more sport to catch uh, than going into a field and shooting a cow. (laughs) Uh, it sends the wrong message to some, quote, sportsmen that the species is recovering and it's okay to harvest even if it's if I didn't pony up for the permits. People come from all over the world to our waters just to swim in them, and these uh, legacy fish uh, named by divers will be the first to go as the captains know exactly where they are. They bring in millions of dollars in tourist revenue, far exceeding the revenue of a few permits that the FWC coffers would fill the coffers. Most importantly, capital letters, they are critically endangered. Uh, the argument that the Goliath grouper are cleaning out the reefs is invalid. And it's uh, really as a significant study of the stomach contents of the Goliath grouper by the university of Florida found 85% to be crustaceans and the other 15% to be the slow moving fish like catfish and puffers. Now, again, we want to point out that, that data that they have for that is how old? Eons. It's uh, over 25 yeah. years old. And the fact that uh, they're saying they're not inflicting the reefs. Go talk to divers and ask them how many slipper lobsters go, they see uh, out there. Go see how many lobsters to, are left out there. Not very many. Go to Maximo Marina and just talk to people launching their boats about how many fish they've had taken away from them under the skyway. And <laughs> well, this is about as absurd as our current administration not believing in global warming oh, my and appointing those with similar views to post in charge of protecting our environment. You're and not our supposed citizens. to make me mad until the nine o'clock hour. I know. 
We can't keep saying that this is somebody else's battle. If you're in South Florida, please attend the meeting, blah, 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 blah. And so, uh, you know, they throw out everything. So they're tugging at the pets. They're tugging at the global warmers. They're, I mean, they're, they know what they're doing. Oh, if these things are so toxic, we could, we better get them all out of the ocean. Exactly. I was about they're, to say, they'd be killing everything with, they're glowing when they're swimming. <laughs> they're giant, they're giant mercury pods. You yeah, know, that, we can't uh, afford for this thing to die in sharks to eat them because, you know, you wipe out the shark population. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then all the other little feeder fish that are going to come nibble on their bodies. So, yeah. yeah. We better uh, save them all. Get them I, all out. It, <laughs> save the oceans. Kill a Goliath grouper. I Fertilize just, your plants. I just well, have a stupid question. <laughs> sure. When are the... when? When is the science just going to take over to where... Because, I mean, obviously these people want to quote science. Well, so, okay. There is a portion. And, and, and I, will, I will go out there and say... They're not all wrong, okay. <laughs> the, the the people who are sitting there and saying there is there is benefit from going and viewing them are not all wrong. No, that's true, and, and, and I agree and there with is, that. There is some stuff that is beneficial to that, but we're talking about a very small number here. Yeah. Okay. Um, You're well. Yeah, and, you made the very good point the other day that it's you got to have you've got to start somewhere okay. to figure out. I mean. But where it's at there are more and more issues today that are going to be based upon social science as much as biological exactly science, okay and if the outdoors people do not start getting more involved they will have less to be involved in yeah, yeah. and then uh, the only thing you'll be able to do is uh, go see them at the aquarium so yeah. where, where again would somebody go to comment on that? You said myfwc.com forward slash Goliath grouper. I think it is. And you can go in and leave your comments on, on uh, how you feel about the whole situation. You know what? I'm Have like you, anybody what else. What was your comment that you sent in to him? I sent in that according to everyone that I know that's in the St. Pete dive club or a member of the open water society and all those other places like that, that the Goliath grouper are taking over the reefs. And the numbers need to be reduced to bring back a lot of these sport game fish, uh, you know, for other things. To keep and, biological and, diversity. And, and keep the number. I said it's no different than if a pack of wild hogs moves into your woods. You know, you're going to have to reduce the numbers down significantly or they just balance they just keep the ecosystem. Feeding. We don't have any large predators out there. Knock, as you just learned, you know, when you're talking about a fish that weighs anywhere from 300 to 400 pounds uh, or and, and and can just about eat anything. Eight foot bull sharks swim up on them and look at them and go like, "Hey, dude, this, this is your hood. I am out." You know, We're good. I mean, they don't they don't mess with them. They have no natural predators except each other. And the thing is, is they don't keep themselves in check. Uh, you know, they, when their babies are hatched, the only thing I guess, I guess we got to keep the lionfish too because they're the only things that keep the, the baby Goliath grouper in check. Yeah, when they spawn and they have babies, and the lionfish eat them all, so it's all good. So it balances out in the end. So in the end, we're going to have nothing but lionfish and Goliath grouper on our reefs. No, 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 no lobster, no slippers, no crabs, none of that stuff. You know, just lionfish and, and Goliath grouper, and that'll be, I guess, okay for some people. Great, right? Yeah. It'll all be good. Maybe we can introduce something from somewhere else in Southeast Stop Asia it. or something that'll come in and kill them. I don't know. All right, the the Goliath brain boar worm. Let's bring that in to get through into solution. That's what we did with tilapia, isn't it? All right, it's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feet and Outdoors. Go by and see them today. Stores open at 8 o'clock.
it's going to be a great day for a little while. Tomorrow's going to be worse, so be a good shopping day. Don't be putting fingers at me. Thank you, Brandon Ford. We'll be back. (laughs) How does a good man become even better? By working out or by working his way up the corporate ladder? For 300 years, we've helped good men become the best versions of themselves through a dedicated fraternity and by taking an oath to live a life of integrity, service, and brotherly love. Men who are as committed to each other and their families as they are to our noble cause. In the end, we don't just make men better, we make them Masons. To learn more, visit discoverfreemasonry.com. G5 Feet and Outdoors is pleased to be the premier fully authorized repair and warranty dealer for Arctic Cat ATVs and side-by-sides in the West Central Florida and Tampa Bay area. G5's wide selection of Arctic Cat ATVs and other off-road vehicles are all designed to handle anything that Mother Nature dishes out. The Arctic Cat TBX, Prowler, and HDX offer power steering, easy switch, two-wheel, four-wheel drive, tilt cargo beds, built-in receivers and payloads between 300 and 1,000 pounds. The Wildcat, Mud Pro, and XC450 are powerhouse performers with superior traction, suspension, and handling. And the ever-popular Altera Series continues to lead the way in value and reliability for tons of uses. So load up the hunting gear, stack up your camping supplies, haul your feed and farm supplies, or just load up the family and hit the trailer mud hole for a day of fun and adventure because G5 and Articat has you covered. Stop in today and see the whole lineup just west of Plant City at 4960 U.S. Highway 92 and online at g5feetandoutdoors.com. And be sure to follow G5 on Facebook for even more great products. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the Southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck, they choose Brandon Ford because Brandon Ford stocks more, sells more, and sells for less. So when you're ready for a truck, come see us at Highway 60 and 301 in Tampa, the largest volume Ford F-Series dealer in the entire southeastern United States, 24-7 at BrandonFord.com. If you want to pay less for a Ford truck, that's our business. Hunting never stops in Florida, so you need to make Al's Wild Meat in Riverview your full-time, full-service deer and hog processor. Al's Wild Meats will custom cut your game any way you like it, including a variety of sausage options, like traditional ground breakfast, link, or smoked, plus some of the best jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, snack sticks, and deer bacon on the planet. Al and his wife Christine pride themselves in making sure you're getting your own harvest back just the way you want it, and always vacuum-sealed, labeled, frozen, and back in your freezer fast. Al's Wild Meat, right off I-75 on Simmons Ranch Court in Riverview, on Facebook or online, alswildmeatprocessing.com. I used to worry a lot. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, and Knock hanging out this morning. Uh, Glenn's out doing some turkey hunting. So is Carlos. So is William Sullivan. So is Hunter. 
So is everybody else we know on this green earth. So everybody's, yep. everybody's out trying to get her done, and that's all good. We, we, we encourage you to go and get her done. Go out there. We also encourage you to mark your calendars. Uh, we have the uh, Panfish Challenge. It's going to be coming up in June. It's on uh, June 16th this year, right? Oh, i got to make sure I call. June 16th, right, Bill George? All yes. I ever get from Bill George is, check your calendar! <laughs> yeah, where I'm is like, the what calendar? calendar? I don't check it. What, I walk with that thing in my pocket? I, uh, so June 16th up at Panavista Lodge, uh, Lake Panasofsky. Uh Mark your calendars. Get the kids ready. It's going to be a great time had by all. Uh, sponsors are jumping on board. I think uh, uh, Brandon Ford's already got in there. Uh, GMB Gator Supply, Gator Gear, they're going to be uh, involved in yes. it again this year. Yes. Um, I already said that. Jonathan, Jonathan Swindle and Arrowhead Archery are going to be involved in that. And many, many others are also jumping on board. I know Barracuda Cast Nets is uh, donating a, a colored uh, one of their cast nets out there. Um, uh, Vince from Living the Water Life, I think he's donating a couple of pairs of uh, sunglasses. Really nice. And I know uh, what we're sunglasses. going to be cooking this year. What are we cooking? Some nettle sausage. Ooh. Okay, I'm all right with that. So uh, so it's going to be a good time had by all. And uh, I think it's basically going to be the same setup as last year. Um, uh, I, I, what was it, 25 bucks for a boat? Is that what it was, something like yeah, that? Yeah, it, it was not very expensive at yeah. all. Yeah, and uh, when Keep we say Keep in mind, it, all proceeds, you know, it's nobody's all making any money yeah, off of it. Yeah, it's all for charity. And uh, the thing is, is that... Uh, we're when definitely we, a non for profit on this deal. Yeah. When we say uh, per boat, we're not talking about um, you know a two seater per occupant. <laughs> yeah, or not per occupant. We're talking per boat. So if you got a pontoon boat, or you got a big old John boat, or you got a big giant Carolina skiff that can hold eight <laughs> what, or twelve what, people, what did you say last year? It was like going to the uh, old school, going to the drive-in for uh, five dollars exactly. a car. Stuff as many people in a trunk as you can get, man, for five bucks. Hey, is that an arm <laughs> hanging out of a rod holder? No. Uh, we will say this. As long as it's legal with what Coast Guard standards say on the boat, you know, if it says you know max six people, let's let's try to keep it. Let's not put twelve. Yeah, well, you know, because they're small. Uh, But we're trying to encourage as many people to bring their kids up as possible. I know last year we gave out uh, with uh, our good friends over at Discount uh, Tackle. Mark and the boys ponied up with like a hundred fishing rods that we gave out. Uh, Zebco's little Zebco two hundred twos and the uh, collapsible crappie rods. And uh, uh, Mark's going to step up again this year for a lot of that stuff. He, I mean, uh, so it, you know what? It, and you can do and do anything. Uh, this is probably the easiest fishing tournament you'll ever yeah. be in your life. Uh, where all you got to do is show up with a stick, uh, some kite string, and a decent uh, well, number four hook. And, uh, you know, you could be winning, uh, what, we get uh, 500 bucks last year. For uh, first place, seven fifty. No, I no it it was up. It started at five, and yeah, then with like everybody donating, it ended up for like seven hundred and fifty dollars or something like and that. And then you got the biggest seven fifty for the, yeah. one fish. You got the biggest shellcracker and biggest uh, bluegill. Bluegill. Yeah, well, if you combine those two, if you get those, I think it was another hundred. Because you, you know, remember we told everybody you can win over a thousand dollars if you won biggest fish for both categories and number one, you could win over a grand. You can win more money at the Panfish Challenge than you can at some of the bass tournaments around the area. Seriously, just for taking the kids new out. truck forty thousand dollars, new boat forty thousand yeah. dollars, winning your local bass club one hundred and twenty five dollars. Yeah, priceless, <laughs> priceless. Well, uh, we encourage everybody to come up there. Uh, you don't can uh, you can either 
uh, get a cabin. You can camp out. You can bring your little RV or camper or whatever. They got primitive yeah. camping. If you and the kids want to go out and cook over an open fire and do all that stuff, it's all good. Yeah. Um, that's thing, all right. We'll uh, go to the restaurant up the road. Yeah, but that's Catfish that's, Johnny's. I yeah. think the guy that won last year was in like a 14-foot or 16-foot, you know, just semi-V John boat. That's well, he all. had his kids with him. I think he had yeah. two or three kids with him as well so, and mama. So they that. were out there fishing hard and uh all it takes is getting out and fishing i uh, just you, laughed when your brother showed up with the old battle cruiser <laughs> that was a that was a show i think that was the biggest boat that's ever been on panasofki i don't think well, at least them. in that ramp probably no, oh, yeah. no do you remember glenn was over there MC and everything and i know me and you were on the air and we went to a break somebody has to work and we went to a break and i remember jim veal walking by going uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> i don't think that boat's gonna make it out of here uh, yeah. Bill's like he's got it. It's he's okay. It. He's got it. Put the trim up as high as you can. Get up there high. But we encourage you to get the kids. Bring them out. If you're a, if you're a church group, if you're a Boy Scout troop, or any of that stuff, you want to fish as a team or do whatever. That's all good. Uh, well, you know, you can show up with anybody you want to, and uh, as long as you bring a couple kids with you, we're, we're all good. And uh, that. and if you get out there and you're going to catch fish. Yeah. Seriously, I, it's loaded up. It's bath water clear. It's a beautiful lake. And even if you just go out there and catch five or six of them, throw them in a basket, bring them in, because you never know. You may have that big old bluegill that may win the, yeah. the, the biggest one. Or I thought cracker. it was so cool. after Even after the tournament was over and everybody we ate and fellowship had a great time, uh, I know you touched on it a couple of weeks ago watching your kids my kids all the kids the people that were staying there who were still that afternoon even just going up and down the docks catching fish and all that and everybody it was like a competition yeah once it starts they don't finish you know man uh you know they'll stop quick enough to eat uh you know a nettle sausage real quick and then get back out there you guys want something to drink no we're fine (laughs) i mean you know you don't see them anymore they're they're gone and uh of course, with all the dock in the area and the it's beautiful woods and you know million year old oak trees all over the place, it's it's very shady. It's beautiful. It's, and it's nice safe. and it's safe. It's one way in, one way out, and uh, everybody's watching everybody. Is that your kids over there? They're getting awful close to that you know fifteen foot alligator. You might want to keep an eye on them. Thank you. You know, I mean, you know, it's that kind of good country no deal. Fifteen foot alligator. Otherwise, I, I, I would have got him. I, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> But, He'd be uh, on the list. <laughs> but it's going to be happening on June 16th. And uh, Mr. Veal, in his infinite wisdom, you know, he's trying to keep in that moon phase so that the, the fish will be out there and they'll be biting and everything. So we can guarantee that you're, you're going to go out and catch something. And the good thing about a panfish tournament, like I said, is you could literally just show up with a cane pole, uh, eight or ten feet of string on the end of it, a couple of uh, gold hooks, can of spam, a roll of bologna, a hot dog, whatever you need to go out there and catch, and, uh, you know, a bunch of panfish. That's it. Yeah. And there's been people who turn around that fish bass tournaments and this and that, that they had a lot more fun going out there fishing that than they do any of those bass tournaments. Yeah. I know that the first year that we did it, we had a couple of pros who came out and actually fished it. And the first thing they came back in and said, boys, I got to tell you. I have fished a lot of bass tournaments, and this is probably the most fun I've had in a very, very long time going out here and going fishing. Because <laughs> you don't have the pressure, you're not you know, driving a thousand miles an hour. You know, you're, you're 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 fishing the way you're supposed to. It makes it enjoyable, especially when you got kids out there driving you nuts. 
All right, we got to take a break for the top of the hour. Uh, Scott, hang on for us, man. Don't leave. We'll get you right after the break. We appreciate everybody listening and calling this morning. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoors. When aviation is in your blood, you learn how to fly. When your family serves, you learn the meaning of hard work. And when you're born with a name that stands for power, performance, and precision engineering, you damn well better make the family proud. We are Textron Off-Road. Backed by the name that builds some of the most advanced machines in the world. We create off-road vehicles that help America's hardest workers get the job done. Side-by-sides and ATVs that are built with a work ethic, a wild streak, and a relentless pursuit of adventure. With suspension and handling that make the toughest trails a walk in the park. And with the precision, reliability, and American manufacturing. Welcome to the family. Welcome to Textron Off-Road. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar-verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. And if you've ever seen my very lengthy blooper video, well, you know, I've had my share of mishaps. Because of that... You can take it from me that one thing I always take very seriously is boating safety. For instance, here's something as simple as it can be that saves the lives of countless boaters every year. A lanyard. I highly recommend you wear one of these every time your boat is running. All you have to do is hook the loose end of the lanyard to your PFD. It'll stop your outboard instantly if you should accidentally fall.